What is up, guys? How is everyone doing? I hope you're having a great day. I know I am. Welcome to Daily Drives. That's what you're listening to right now. Daily Drives. And I am your host, Jason Cremeans. As always, you can find me all over social media at the official Jason Cremeans on Instagram. That's my favorite place. Well, <laughs> I guess that might be my second favorite place because Snapchat is probably my favorite place. And I think I'm Cremeans Jason on Snapchat or Jason Cremeans. Just Google me. You'll find me. I'm all over the place. And I hope you are kicking ass and taking names in 2019 so far. January is almost over. And uh, so far, I have been doing exactly what I said I was going to do this year, getting a, a podcast episode out a week. So you guys have something to uh, listen to and to be entertained by or motivated by or educated by. Hopefully, you're getting something out of this and you're sharing it with other people who can also get something out of it because that's what this is all about, as I spoke about in my last episode. So if you didn't hear that one, go back and listen. It's pretty simple. It's pretty pretty short and uh, informative and uh, kind, of, kind of inspirational and, and maybe even motivational. Um, hopefully, you're listening. If you're not, well, then you can't hear me right now anyway. So why am I even talking to you? <laughs> All right. Seriously, though, this is Daily Drives. I'm your host, Jason Cremeans. Today, we're going to talk about relationships, or more specifically, we're going to talk about how to recognize a cheater in a relationship because I have a friend that is going through this very thing right now, and it sucks. It's, um, it's heartbreaking. It's um, difficult to understand, especially when you've been in a relationship for a really long time, and uh, all of a sudden, these weird things start popping up and happening and you're like, what the hell's going on, right? So let me first start off by saying, we are not talking about my own personal relationship. My marriage is wonderful. My wife and I communicate very well, which is key in a relationship. Um, we have the balls to have the difficult discussions that we need to have sometimes. And that's really what it boils down to. If you want to have a good relationship uh, with your significant other, communication, number one thing that you can do uh, is be 100% transparent, open yourself up to your partner uh, because, you know, y'all are in this together, right? The reason why we get with people in life, whether that's, uh, you know, marriage or friendship or whatever, is because we need someone to lean on and, and in times when, uh, you know, we're having a tough time or, you know, we like to be around people who help us to excel in our lives. And, and that's why we bring people into our lives. We get into relationships. And when we're talking about serious relationships, like a significant other, marriage or engagement uh, or long-term relationship, then these people are the most important people in your life. So when something weird starts happening, you gotta, you're gonna start asking yourself questions like what's going on here, right? So I'm here to help you recognize when someone might not be oh, totally on the up and up, okay? Uh, and then I'm gonna tell you what to do about it, how to maybe correct the problem or you know, figure out what's going on. So first things first, relationships are tricky, you know, um, because you have your own thoughts and feelings and sets of beliefs and, 
and things like that. And then when you bring somebody else into your life and you want those that, that person to be a significant part of your life, then you have to uh, kind of adopt some of their thoughts, ideas, beliefs, feelings, that kind of thing. And, and you have to be willing to compromise in situations where you wouldn't be normally. Um, for example, if you're an extremely religious person and you get with someone who's not extremely religious, uh, then you're going to butt heads on that particular topic sometimes. You have to be able to be open and be willing to agree to disagree because sometimes there's no right or wrong. It's just one person's opinion over another. And in those situations, there's never going to be a winner or loser. You're never going to be able to change somebody's mind or heart uh, when it's set in stone. Uh, so the best thing for you to do is understand it, accept it, and agree to disagree. So relationships are tricky. Now, let's get to the meat and potatoes of what I want to talk about. And that is, is he or she cheating on you? <laughs> I'm kind of an expert in this field. And let me tell you why. I'm not proud of this. Um, but I have to tell you this because it will help you to understand how I know as much as I know about this particular topic and why you should fucking listen to me when it comes to this particular topic. Um, I was married once before, most of you know. Those of you who know me uh, know that I'm on my second and last marriage. <laughs> um, the first marriage was uh, a very long time. It was 14 years we were, we were married. And in that 14 years, I was not the world's greatest husband. Awesome father, um, awesome provider, uh, both, you know, are all, all like financially and, and mentally and, and emotionally. I was, I was a good provider for uh, my family, my, my wife and my daughter. Um, but I wasn't an awesome husband. Okay, so I'm not going to get into, at least not today, all the reasons why. Um, realistically, they are just excuses, honestly. Uh, they're just excuses to be a poor person as I was back in those days. So... Um, I cheated on my wife and um, I know to some of you that might come as a surprise to others you already know you're like okay yeah no, no shit Jason I was there um, but I want you to keep this in mind look I don't judge you <laughs> so do me a favor and take your judging glasses off set them aside while listening to this episode because uh, I never once claimed to be perfect I never once claimed to be better than anyone else. Um, I just claimed to have experience, and this is where this experience comes from. Again, not proud of it. Uh, it's just the way that it is. It's the things, the choices that I decided to make in my life, and and it's all my fault. There's no one else to blame but myself. So with that being said, I cheated on my wife, um, and I kept things from her. I, I hid things from her all the time. My you know cell phone was locked with my own password and things like that and and I didn't want her messing with it you know because there was a chance that she might see something that I didn't want her to see so I kept it locked up tighter than Fort Knox right so if you feel like somebody might be cheating one of the first things that you can do to find out if they are or are not doing something shady is pick up their phone um, I hear this every day. I went to grab my girlfriend's phone and she freaked out on me. Like, no, there's, I don't, I don't want you messing with my phone. That stuff's private. 
Okay. Well, she's your girlfriend. And she's telling you she doesn't want you messing with her phone. Well, that's fine. You know, everybody has to have their privacy. That's, that's okay. But why? Why was this person so freaked out about handing over her phone? Why? What is it that is in that phone that she doesn't want her significant other to see? Hmm. I don't know, but I'm going to tell you this. If it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's probably a fucking duck, okay? What I mean by that is, if you feel the need to grab your partner's phone and look through it to see who they're talking to, uh, what information that they're sending and to who they're sending it, like if you feel the need to do that, there's probably already a problem. Yes. You heard me right. There is probably already a problem. Now, it could be one of two things. It could be, A, you're fucking paranoid. <laughs> Simply put, you could absolutely just be paranoid. Or B, you could have something to worry about. Okay? If your partner is keeping things from you, you might have something to worry about. So I want you to do yourself a favor and ask. Remember what I said at the beginning? Communication is the most important piece when it comes to a serious relationship. You have to be able to communicate. So if you think that your significant other is fooling around on you, the first thing you should do is ask them face to face, not through a text message, not over the phone, not via Skype or FaceTime. You need to be right there with them, in front of them, so that you can feel the energy, so that you can get that knee-jerk reaction. That's how you find out. Because when you ask, listen, things have been a little weird lately. I feel like there's something going on. And you ask, is there somebody else? That question is going to get a reaction. It might not be the reaction that you want, which is, no, are you crazy? No way, absolutely not. No, let me tell you what I've been doing and this is why things have changed. That's the answer you want. <laughs> the other answer is, uh, uh, no, 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 what do you mean? No, why would you say that, right? So there's a little bit of a difference there. Hopefully you know your significant other well enough to know when they're not being 100% upfront and honest with you. All right, so some of the signs to look for. If you think your, uh, your person might be cheating on you. Number one, routines. We all get into a daily routine, right? Like for me, for example, I'm up at 6 o'clock. Uh, 6.30, I'm making sure that Elena is out the door on her way to school. And then at 6.35, we'll say, I, I hop in the shower, I get myself ready, uh, make my lunch and, and uh, make some coffee and, and get ready to go to work, right? I head out, hop on the bus, 7.25, we'll say, 7.20, and I come to work, I work all day, I hop on the bus, I go home. I get home at about 6.15, 6.30, and then I hang out with the wife and the kids and, and we do whatever it is that we have to do for that day. Make dinner, finish the dishes, do some laundry, like whatever it is. 
we just hang out the rest of the night. So it's pretty clear. Uh, my wife can easily see uh, the pattern here and where I am throughout the day. She doesn't ask me like, hey, did you go anywhere today? No, she doesn't. We don't have to do that because we talk enough. Um, so that's basically my routine. And then on the weekends, we go out and we do some other stuff, whatever, right? Well, if all of a sudden that routine changes and unexpectedly with a weird explanation, for example, all of a sudden I start making it home at 7.30 instead of 6.30. Oh, Jason, you're normally home at 6.30. What, did you work late? Yeah, yeah, I worked, uh, you know, I worked an extra hour at the office today. Okay, no problem. That's cool. Um, not something that I normally do, so there would have to be a reason for that. Like, yeah, I worked late today because uh, I had a couple of customers on the West Coast I've been trying to get a hold of, and I can't reach them during normal business hours, so I stayed a little bit after to try to get them in. So I spent another hour at work trying to reach out to, to West Coast leads. Okay, sounds good, no problem, whatever. But this starts happening on a regular basis, right? So then... That's a, a major change in routine. And you have to ask why the change, okay? Now, again, don't get paranoid. Just because your significant other is suddenly working a little bit later than they normally do or going to work a little bit earlier than they normally do, it doesn't mean that they're cheating, okay? So don't go, don't go crazy just because somebody's working late. It happens, we do that, no big deal. But you know the routine better than anybody else. You've been with them for X amount of time, so you know the routine better than anyone else. But when you see a change in the routine without a legitimate explanation, something's going on. It could be something good. It could be that they're planning on you know, a, a really big event, maybe for your anniversary or something like that, and they're trying to keep that under wraps because it's supposed to be a surprise. That's cool. It does happen. And people get those things confused all the time. You know, So don't get too crazy if your partner has changed their routine a little bit, okay? Uh, the other thing could be too that just literally things just change, you know? Um, schedules change, things like that. So that's also a possibility. So a routine change is, is definitely one of the signs of something possibly going on, right? Another sign. Normally, you are able to hop on your partner's Facebook and you know, scroll through with no problem. But all of a sudden, the password has changed. You're like, what? Why has your password changed? So when you ask that question, why did you change your password to your phone, to your email, to your social media, whatever it is, when you ask that, the answer should be simple. It should be, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I had to change it because it looked like somebody hacked my account or because blah, 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 or because blah, 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 whatever. Here, here's the new password just so you have it in case of some kind of emergency or something. And now, now that's the answer that you want. The answer that you don't want. What difference does it make? It's my email. It's my phone. It's my Facebook. Why do you need to look at it? Why are you suddenly wanting to go through my stuff? Right? That... That answer right there says that something might be wrong because for me, one of the ways that we were, my wife and I are able to have such a good relationship is because my phone's completely wide open. There are no passwords on my phone that she doesn't know. She can access anything, my email, 
um, except for my work email, of course, but you know, um, I don't even have access to that outside of work either. So that's not like it's my fault. Um, but all my emails, um, all my social media, everything, she has access to all of it. Now, let me ask, now ask yourself this question. How often does she go through that stuff? And the answer is never. Why? Why does she never want to go through my emails? She never wants to go through my Facebook feed or my, you know, my messages, my direct messages on Twitter or, or uh, uh, Instagram. Why does she never want to do that? Because she doesn't feel the need to have to do that. Because I am so transparent and so open, she doesn't feel like there's anything going on that she doesn't know about. And it's true. There's not. So... If suddenly your significant other has a new password or a new login or something like that and they get defensive as soon as you ask them about it, then there might be something going on. So password changes, definitely uh, a key indicator. Um, obviously, change a drastic change in routine, big indicator. Now, another indicator is silence so normally your significant other and you uh, would talk about this or about that or whatever or maybe you send each other text messages while you're at work throughout the day or whatever and suddenly that stops or it gets drastically reduced or all of a sudden your significant other just goes silent throughout the day or you know doesn't really talk much when they get home from work or wherever else they were, right? That silence, you can feel it. It's very, it's very thick. It's very, um, it's very in your face. You know, when you, when you get the silent treatment from your significant other, that, that is an unintentional silent treatment. In other words, I don't mean to be doing this, but subconsciously I'm thinking about somebody else right now, so I'm not talking to you. You're gonna feel it. You're gonna feel like something's not quite right. So those are the, some of the signs that somebody might be cheating, right? Um, another sign too is, hey, I'm gonna go down to the grocery store and grab a couple of things. The grocery store is 10 minutes away it takes them an hour and a half to get whatever it is that they're getting. And then there's some elaborate story about what happened while they were gone for this hour or hour and a half. Maybe they, you know, uh, oh, I ran into a friend of mine and we got to talking or whatever. Um, you know, whatever the story is, you know as well as anyone that that person should have been there and back in, in 20, 30 minutes to get the few things that they needed, but it took three times that amount of time. What were they doing while they were gone? Okay. Major change, right? Something you wouldn't expect. Another thing that can be a sign of somebody, somebody cheating or not doing what they're supposed to be doing is when they all of a sudden start doing something new something that they had never talked about doing before. Um, for example, let's say your significant other has no tattoos, but suddenly they decide, I'm gonna go get a tattoo. Okay, well that's cool, you know, no problem. But then you gotta wonder, where did the motivation for that come from? Now I'm not saying 
just because somebody wants to get their very first tattoo ever, that they're cheating on you, okay? Don't take this the wrong way. But something like that, that's drastically different from what their normal standard would be, well, that, that's reason for question. Wouldn't you agree? It's reason for question. But now here's the trick. Here's the key. And this is what I want you to really understand here. All of these things can be signs of somebody cheating. They can also be signs of something else entirely, okay? But if you're dealing with one or more of these things, here's what you have to do. If you're concerned that your significant other is not being faithful, the very first thing you should do is sit them down and ask them. You have to ask, okay? You have to ask. And maybe the answer is exactly what you were hoping to hear. It makes you feel better. Everything looks great, whatever. And then a few weeks down the road, everything kind of goes back to that same thing. So like things change for a couple of weeks and then it goes back to the off routine, the, the strange uh, activity that you were noticing before. Whether that's working late, uh, being gone at the grocery store for three times longer than they should have been, um, locking their phone or whatever, right? So, oh, okay, my bad. I didn't realize you felt that way. Everything's cool. Let me fix this problem really quick. And then two, three weeks later, everything kind of goes right back to where it was when you had the problem to begin with, right? That is definitely like, <laughs> that's a really good sign. All right, and if you're experiencing this right now, I hope I'm not breaking your heart. I hope I'm not pointing out something that you didn't already know. But at the same time, if you didn't already know, I'm glad I'm here to point it out for you. Because bottom line, at the end of the day, if someone's hiding something from you, then it's probably not in your best interest. So you wanna find out what that is and cut that cancer right the fuck out right now. And by cutting out the cancer, that could be either nipping it in the bud, fixing whatever the problem is and getting it done, or getting rid of your significant other. Now, here's the thing. As I said in the very beginning of this episode, communication is key. So if you're being accused of cheating, but you're really not, that is another sign that your significant other is cheating. You know, because the, the guilty mind <laughs> plays tricks on you. So when, when you're cheating, you might think that your significant other is doing the exact same things that you're doing and start accusing that person of doing things even though they're not. So if you're getting accused of cheating or being unfaithful in some way, shape, or form, but you're really not, there's another sign. You really need to start digging into this. So again, communication is key. If you don't want to be accused of cheating, if you want to have the best possible relationship that you can with your significant other, the number one thing that you can do is be transparent, completely open. Unlock your phone. Let them have access to your emails, to your websites, to your Facebook, to all your social media. Let them in on your life. This person is a part of your life. You guys have decided to go at this thing together. The two of you or three of you or whatever, if you're in a, whatever. My point is that in a relationship, you've decided that you want to tackle the bullshit that is life together, the two of you, 
or however many of you. And in order to do that and do it effectively and be efficient, effective, and successful with your relationship, with everything else that you have surrounding your life, the only way to do this is to be completely open, be completely honest, have the difficult discussions when they need to be had. My wife sat me aside one day a few months ago, and if you listen to the episode about bullying, um, then you already know this, but she sat me down and she said, listen, Jason, you're being way too hard on Ethan. You are teaching him toxic masculinity, right? I didn't want to hear that. I did not want to hear that I was not being a good father. One of the things that I've always prided myself on was being a good dad. So to hear that I was doing something that was not being a good dad really hurt. It really hurt, especially coming from the person that I love the most, my wife, right? But here's what happened. I thought about it, we talked about it, and I made some changes. I said, you know what, you're right. Nikki, you're 100% right. Um, as much as I hate to admit it, you are right, and I need to fix this. Let's talk about how we fix this and what I can do from here on out to keep this from happening again and, and to be a better father to our son. And we did. We talked about it, and, and we worked it out, and things have been getting better for them, uh, for, for us as far as that goes. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's what it takes. You have to communicate, even though what you want to say might be difficult to say. For example, um, let's say your significant other just doesn't brush their teeth enough. <laughs> Silly, right? I know. But let's say that they don't. And because of that, they have bad breath. As difficult as it is for you to say this, you have to tell them what it is that's making you uncomfortable. Listen, I love to kiss you, but your breath is kicking, dude. <laughs> you need to get in there and brush those teeth before we go to making out, right? <laughs> it sounds silly, but something like that's hard to bring up. It's hard to say that kind of thing to somebody who you love. You don't want to hurt their feelings, but I'm telling you right now, it is way better to hurt their feelings and let it sting for a couple of seconds or a couple of minutes or a couple of hours than to say nothing at all and to let it sting for the rest of your life. Let it cause a serious wedge in your relationship, right? This goes the same for your friends. Let me tell you, let me tell you how difficult this can be but how easy it can be at the same time. So I have a very good friend of mine. Uh, she's a female and we've known each other since we were in probably grade school, right? So a long freaking time, for those of you who know how old I am. <laughs> Got a birthday coming up. Um, so a very long time we've known each other. Uh, now, in the back of my mind, I've always known that, I've always known that this woman has had a, uh, held like a, a candle for me, if you will. Um, and would have loved to have been in a more serious relationship with me, uh, but that wasn't my goal with her. So we never pursued that. We were always just friends, right? Well, I get married uh, the second time, and my wife got a very bad vibe from her. And she's like, look, I don't want to tell you who you can be friends with, uh, but I'm not very comfortable with this friend of yours, uh, and this is why. And Knowing what I already know, that this friend of mine um, was definitely would have been interested in having more of a 
relationship with me than just friends, um, I agreed with my wife and I said, yes, I can understand why you feel that way. And in an effort to protect your feelings, in an effort to protect our relationship, and in an effort to not cause any problems for anyone, I am not going to communicate with her on a daily basis like I used to back when I was single, okay? And I stuck to that. Now, is my friend mad at me? Yeah, probably. <laughs> she doesn't hate my guts, but she's not happy with me. She was certainly um, would like to, to hear more from me and, and see me more often and things like that, but she makes my wife uncomfortable. So we can still be friends and we're still friends on you know social media and everything. Um, we like each other's things on, on Facebook or whatever and, and comment back and forth occasionally. But I don't go out of my way to talk to her or communicate with her outside of that. Um, and any communication that I would have with her, uh, if any at all, I would have to make sure that my wife was able to access that information. She knew about it and it wasn't something that was going to be a surprise for her later on. Because I'm willing to sacrifice my friends in order to have a strong relationship. Now, you got to be careful when towing that line, okay? If your significant other hates every single one of your friends, regardless of, of their sex or, or your relationship with them, that's a completely different problem altogether. We're talking about that one or two people in your life that could possibly cause a rift in your relationship. You need to cut those people out. You can still be their friend, right? You guys can still high five each other on the way down the hallway, okay? But you can't, you, you can't blow off your, your wife or your, your husband just because you don't want to hurt your friendship with somebody else who is not a, even though they might be a good friend, not a significant part of your life. Which one's more important, your spouse or your friend? You love them both, but you're going to have to make a decision. Okay? So be transparent. Be willing to give things up and make sacrifices for your partner. If you don't want to be accused of cheating, those are some of the things that you can do. If you want to have a good relationship, those are some of the things that you can do. And you know what else you can do? You can talk to your spouse, to your partner, every day. And when you do, you should tell them that you love them. Tell them you think they're beautiful. Tell them how much you appreciate what they do. Tell them whatever it is. All of the things that make you love this person, you should tell them what they are. You should remind them of why you guys are in this relationship to begin with. And what that's going to do is that's going to create a security in your relationship. And after a while, after some time of practicing this specific technique, and, and it's, I call it a technique, but it's really just a no-brainer, guys. Communicate with your spouse. Communicate with your significant other. It's not that fucking hard. But we're all so quick to think about ourselves first. You know, when you're in a serious relationship, you've got to think about more than just yourself. You've got to think about your partner and what you can do for your partner and what your partner can do for you. It's very important. And with that being said, while you're thinking about your partner, tell them what you're thinking about. 
the best way to have a secure, faithful, happy, healthy relationship is to talk about everything. The things you don't want to talk about and the things you do want to talk about and everything in between. You got to talk, communicate. Don't be afraid to ask, is there someone else? Don't be afraid to ask, why do you have your phone locked? Why can I not get into your emails? Why are you so private with all of your social media? Don't be afraid to ask. And if you get anything other than, I'm sorry, here's complete access to my entire life outside of what you already have access to. If you get anything other than that, there might be something going on. And if there's something going on, you just need to ask. Then you have a serious decision to make once you've been given the answer, once you think you have your answer. And that is, what am I gonna do with this information? Am I going to get rid of this person or am I gonna hang on to this person? That's up to you, right? It's entirely up to you. You're the one that's made the investment in this relationship so far. I can't tell you the right or wrong thing to do, but I can tell you this. I don't care what you decide. If your significant other is cheating on you and you say, hey, I'm gonna kick this person to the curb. If that's what you decide to do, you have my full 100% support. Conversely, if this person is cheating on you and you decide that you want to try to work things out, figure out what the problem was, why this has happened, and try to, try to put everything back together and rebuild everything and become stronger and better than ever before, then also you have my 100% full support. Because it's your heart, it's your relationship, it's your life, nobody can tell you or should tell you what to do with it except for you and your significant other. And that leads you to the point, of course, where some people, it doesn't matter what you do, how hard you try, they're just not interested in fixing it. And if they're not interested in fixing it, then you need to be not interested in fixing it too. Kick them to the curb and move on down the road because at this point, that stock is not gonna get any higher. It is not gonna sell for any more than you've already put into it. Therefore, you just need to cut your losses and move the fuck on. Hit me up with questions. I know this is a short episode, but I just wanted to get this off my chest. A friend of mine is dealing with this. I hope he listens to this um, because he needs the spirit. He needs the help and he needs to understand that people out there who are transparent do exist. People out there with good relationships do exist. It's absolutely true. I can speak from personal experience. The difference between my first marriage and my second marriage, 180 degrees difference. I mean, night and day. Because my first marriage, I was not transparent. I did not want her to see anything. I did not want to talk to her. I did not want to communicate with her. And I did not want to share all of my, my heartfelt feelings and things with her. I didn't want to do that. Again, not her fault. All things that, that were my decisions, they were all my fault. And I take the blame for that. What she should have done was she should have realized that and said, you're not worth my time, Jason. That's what she should have done, but she didn't. She wanted to be able to play the victim. Never mind, doesn't matter. The point of the matter is I fucked her over. There's no one to blame for that except for myself. And because of that, I'm going to help you guys to not get fucked over. So, if this is going on in your life, you think something's messed up, it might be. Ask the questions. And if you have any questions on this, 
please direct message me or send me an email dailydrivespodcast at gmail.com I'd be happy to answer your questions be happy to help you through this difficult time I know it's not easy of course I'm not going to charge you a dime for this guys don't worry about that I I just want to help so if if you're dealing with this if you have questions if you're not sure maybe your spouse might be cheating or not cheating or you're not really sure you know there's some things that I haven't really clarified here send me an email let me know let me know. I'll communicate with you. I'll let you know what my thoughts are, my opinions, my beliefs. And I will back you up no matter what you decide. So keep that in mind. If anyone's cheating, you need to know about it. And you need to know about it now as opposed to later. So you don't invest too much more of your time in a relationship that's never going anywhere. So until I talk to you guys again, be good to yourselves, be good to each other. I'm out.